0: Hi, this is Mike Zapsik of AMC's Comic Book Men and uh, frequent podcast partner of legendary podcaster Ming Chen. And you're listening to the Misinformation Podcast.
1: You got to step in and step
0: Yeah, for what you're to do Contact Misinformation Podcast by emailing Misinformationpodcast at gmail.com Or find us on the Twitters at Misinfo Podcast You, hostile you Yeah, you can oil my tea,
1: please go my night Now you, hostile you Get out of my
0: Welcome to Misinformation Podcast, episode 297. With you, as always, I'm Zach. I'm Eric. Yo. Hello. Hi. All right. Well, now we have our equal, separate but equal. Yes. Uh, these, are, these, now. these are for us. Yes, they are for us, even though they're black. Uh, they, they, uh, uh, we've got the, Eric. I bought Eric a present. Yay. It only cost me 72 cents. <laughs> Big spender. At Amazon points. I love it. So you got a shock mount and a new uh, pop locker that's a little bit fancier. Yes. And I can see. Right. Yeah, that is weird, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, don't you feel like you're not? Like,
2: I constantly felt like you were being censored, like you hadn't signed your waiver to be on this show. <laughs> that, I couldn't see you.
0: That, that could very <laughs> well. That yeah. probably, that's probably would have been better. Yeah. For everybody. So maybe I should put mine back on. I guess. I mean, it never hurts to have two pop blockers, right? <laughs> double bagging it. It's like
2: double bagging it. Just, just ask Murr.
0: Try not to have the, the, the as many P sounds as possible. It's, oh. oh. Yeah, that's one. Um, yep. Before we get too far into this, you know what? It's not a terrible beer. I don't believe you. I mean, it's not great. It's Miller High Life, but it's not...
2: Isn't it the champagne of beers? Uh,
0: I believe that's exactly what it says on the can. Just <sighs> right there. Champagne of beers. But I don't hate it. Yeah. I mean, they've been in there a while, too. It says established 1903. It it it's possible that they've been in there since 1905. It doesn't this does taste like you're licking the sweat of someone who drank a lot of beer? Uh, no, but the last time I drank this, uh, I was in. Uh, bedwetting followed. it wasn't mine. No, wet bandit. <laughs> yeah, true story. Yeah, oh, man. True story. <laughs> uh, yeah. So before we get too far uh, into the show, I put out a question on Twitter and Facebook last week while I was editing mm-hmm. last week's show. Uh, basically, you know, we're coming up on three hundred, right? So, yeah. so where do we where do we go from where do we go from, from here uh, in so, where does the show go? What do people want to hear on the 300th episode? Remember when we were approaching 200? Yeah. We couldn't figure out what we wanted to do. So, like, we did episode 299.1. Yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, we we yeah we 199 crawling to yeah. it. Yeah, because yeah, we are like, oh, we don't want this one to be 200. It's got to be something special. Quiet, little round kid. We're talking about 200 to 300 and whatnot. So, I, I kind of want to do something special. I just don't know what. I don't, yeah, I have no idea. You know, so I'm like, shit, let's, the four people that listen, they should get a vote, right? I'm going to think on it. Yeah, so, uh, you know, like, what do you want to hear? Christy, who listens, said that, uh, you know, like, what about, like, uh, a catch-up episode? All the more memorable guests from the show, uh, what are they up to now? And and I can kind of get behind that. Uh, The only problem is the memorable guests from the show, like, pretty much all of our guests are roughly where they were when we say
2: so and that's
0: and that's why our show doesn't have more listeners because (laughs) we're not really doing anything yeah um you know but who who are our most memorable guests? you know if you could pick five guests
2: yeah you tell us
0: yeah if you could pick five guests that were our most memorable guests who who would you say they are you know and maybe we can reach out to them it'd be nice if you know we could reach out to walt maybe we reach out to walt be like hey we're doing our 300th episode but how long has it been since we talked to that guy
2: God fucking, like, eight years or something?
0: I mean, it's not like we don't know how to get, get a hold of him.
2: Well, that's true, but he's, <laughs> what, I mean, busy? Yeah, very busy. The show's been on for yeah. enough years to make me feel old. And-
0: well, very busy and hates people, <laughs> you know, so there's, and I probably what I'll do, i was just ask him, just be like, hey, can you ask Walt if he'd be cool with us reaching out for a 300th episode and just maybe do it? A- Short interview, like yeah, a where are they now? Just a kind couple of thing. minutes. Yeah. I mean, th- th- it-, it sounds silly though, because like everybody knows where he is now. He's on television. Yeah, you know, it's not like it's uh, super secret news or anything, right? But but, but so I, Walt, as an example, but who you know, listeners, as as a listener, who are your top five uh, guests that we've had on the show?
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I'm pretty sure we're not going to be able to reach out to Cudlets or Hard- no. or Hardway. No, that that that's probably that's outside of our purview. This point. They've
2: all blown up since then.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, fuck, Cudlitz already was blown up. We just got lucky. That's true, you know. But yeah, Hardwick was not huge, huge. Then he was
2: just on the cusp of everything yeah, that he, he's doing right he now. He
0: wasn't a uh, married to a billionaire heiress then. <laughs> well, there's that. <laughs> so there's that. um He he didn't get too big for his own show. Like, isn't that not the weirdest thing in the world? Uh-huh. Are you aware of that? Uh-huh. That he rebranded Nerdist. Yeah, what's it called now? I forget. Uh, uh, ID four ten T.
2: Idiot. Yeah,
0: idiot. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah. And so he had Joe Manganiello <laughs> on uh, <laughs> uh, an episode. And at one point he says to him, "Am I, oh, is it okay to reference your former co-host? And Hardwick does not correct him and say, well, they're not my former co-host. They're still on the show. He just, no, that's cool. And I'm like, huh. oh, what happened? Speaking of former co-hosts of the Nerdist podcast, Jonah Ray's a fucking prick.
2: Is he? What and happened?
0: He. Uh, so, do you know who Paul Rust is? mm He has a show on Netflix called Love.
2: Okay, I haven't watched it, but he, I'm aware of it. He's
0: this goofy-looking fucker, and of course he, he cast himself opposite, because uh, it's his show, I think he wrote wrote it, and he uh, cast himself opposite that chick from Community, the, the hot one. Yeah. And they're in a, a relationship in the show okay yeah sure uh, which makes absolutely no fucking sense because right. there's no there on no planet would she be interested in him like he looks like something from the dark Crystal. But we
2: would have thought the same thing about half the couples of cosplay at c2e2 yeah
0: just pull up uh-huh. while i'm talking to you just pull up just the, <laughs> the show love and we'll look at one scene with the two of them together okay i'm doing it
2: uh, I'm it's, probably gonna, i'd rather google blue waffle again probably probably
0: he looks like something out of the dark crystal or out of like uh princess bride or something i mean he's just he's all ears and nose he's just a weird looking dude <laughs> and he's from the midwest so i followed him on twitter because i'm like hey man midwest boy does good right the first
2: picture they have
0: of him does not do him justice like that's just, no and that's, that's terrible that's exactly what he looks like yeah so vern Troyer died Right. Yeah. Mini-me. Mini-me passed away last week. And it was a kind of a double-edged thing because they were kind of alluding to it possibly being a suicide. Yeah, I know. know, I saw that. Because on his Facebook page, they had posted, you know, we we regret to bring you the sad news that uh, Vern has passed away at 49 years old or something. And uh, then they go on to say some other things. You know, he went on to become popular in this movie and this movie. And then at the very end, it just says, always be kind to one another. Depression is a serious illness, and and suicide is a real thing, or something along those right. lines. Just out of nowhere, and what? then they don't they don't address well, partially what
2: in the write up for it. Yeah, like a little bit above that somewhere, it said, you know, Vern was a tough whatever. He fought and won, or struggled and won, struggled and won, struggled and, won, struggled and failed.
1: Mm. Mm.
2: And then they say all the things right. you just said. I'm like, yeah, they're pretty much telling us without telling us that he
0: well, and there, himself. and there had been a there had been a. Uh, apparently, I called his house in the last couple months of him being drunk and suicidal. Hmm. And so, it was like, okay, it's shitty. You know, everybody loves Vern Troyer. Like, you yeah. know, everything he was in, he was adorable. And seemed like it seemed like a pretty genuinely nice guy. I mean, obviously, I had some problems with alcohol and substances and stuff. But... So, like, the day he dies, Paul Russ tweets, Oh, I'm feeling really guilty for wishing that Vern Troyer died. Or for praying to God, that praying to Jesus that Vern Troyer died. And the only reason I saw it... Well, I saw it twofold, because I follow both him and Jonah Ray. Jonah Ray had liked liked the tweet. And I'm like, you know what? Look, I understand what you guys are trying to do. You're trying to be these edgy alt-comics. But look, that's not funny. You're just being an asshole. Hmm. I mean, the guy just died. And and I know, like, if I would have added them in the comment, one of them would have been like, uh, oh, what, nothing's off-limits in in true comedy. Like, fuck you. Like, just be a human being. I Hmm. mean... His little tiny corpse isn't even fucking cold yet. Like hmm. what people don't what people fail to understand too is these people have families. Right. You know, I mean, and especially in in Hollywood, like maybe their cousins also follow you on Twitter because they've seen shit you're in.
2: Yeah, you never know.
0: Yeah, and and don't don't be shitty. There's no reason to make a joke out of somebody else somebody else's death the day they die. Especially if there's a good chance someone th- whose feelings would be hurt by it and I'm just not just saying like a fan, I'm saying their brothers, sisters, yeah. mothers could see that shit and and what what do you what what are you proving? what purpose does that serve? Oh, I'm so fucking edgy, I have no fear it's like no motherfucker it, look one of you makes a shitty shitty remake of m s t three k like you shit and piss all over the memory of that show. It has no heart, no rhythm, no soul, and no comedy. It's bad. Yeah. Still gets fucking renewed for another year because oh, for sure. uh again, nerds think you put a name on something, it's nerd, we have to watch it. Otherwise we are um failing our nerdness. Like, yep. no, it's just a shitty show, don't watch it. And then Paul Rust, I haven't finished uh the the most recent season of Love and I won't now. So was that was that effective? Was that was no, that what I you know. wanted?
2: It's uh it's weird. Who oh, Avicii, that's the other person that died. Who the that fuck DJ, is like that? like a DJ or like just, a something or other? And it looks like he killed himself, too. Really? So, yeah.
0: Seems like there's a lot of that going around. Yeah. And uh, speaking of which, I can't run the live run in 4K. Or 5K this year. Oh, okay. Uh, I gotta work. So huh, dumb. Yeah. yeah, it sucks. Okay. But, yeah. Four years in a row, we all ran it together. Yep. And this will be the first year I'm not probably going to be able to run it. I, I don't know. I, I may be able to take the day off. It just seems silly to take that day off and not the day after, which is Father's Day. Right. So if I was going to take one of the two, it would probably be Father's it's Day. It's weird
2: because it was looking like I was going to have to work because it falls on my weekend, but, mm. but somebody at work needs to trade. Oh, so now, nice. I, now I probably right. can.
0: And the other thing, I don't know who's running it. Like, who's organizing you know, Yeah. Like, like, doing the timing and stuff? Because the guy who used to do that left. I'm sure he,
2: they got somebody doing it. Yeah, that. but could it possibly be that as good? I don't know. I mean chip think it if, good. Chip timing's chip timing, right?
0: Maybe. I don't I mean, know, he just was always really squared away. Like it's he true. had all of his shit. You never had to worry about anything.
2: Yeah, they still haven't really said like who is taking over all of his things. There's just been like the three races that he committed to doing at least one more time to see how they go as like a distance thing. Right.
0: But to see if he could continue to come back yeah, for those. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, and I would really like to run it again this year. I mean, I'd like to it to be a thing I do every year. But my work schedule's stupid. Yeah, you know, if I was still working nights, I would run it oh, for and sure. just work that night. But it's kind of hard when I have to be work seven o'clock in the morning, yeah. an hour before just the race starts. Take a couple starts. hour break. Yeah, I, well, I contemplated it. I was like, oh, maybe I'll just go in a little. Nope. <laughs> 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 no, because if I'm going to do it, I need to do the whole day. We need to do the race. We need to do the uh, morgues Breakfast. and the nap. <laughs> like all, those, all those things <laughs> need to happen all, all of those things need to happen.
2: I remember the first two years that I did it, like we all went, we did the race, then we did the morgues, and then I did the digesting, and then I ran again. That's because so I was because I was running more than three miles a that's day so at the time, so uh, I, just, I mean I still am, but
0: I just realized uh, one of the bad things about the Miller high life mm-hmm. it's not a light beer.
2: Oh, really? It's no, 141
0: a, calories in a 12-ounce can. Yeah, there you go. That's no good. That I would, be. I'm i on diet or die right now. I can't, <laughs> that
2: can't is that. that is a wrench you do not need.
0: <sighs> no, I'm doing good right now. Like yeah. I've been really happy um, uh, with my results. I, I, Like I was telling you earlier when I went for my run yesterday, though, I hated it fucking every step of it until maybe the last half mile. I was like, I'm going to die. I'm going <laughs> to die. Last half mile of two miles. And I'm like, I'm going to die. Wow. I'm going to die. That's rough. I, well, I actually there in within the first half mile my brain was telling me you should walk a quarter of a mile. And I I literally had to psych myself through it. Really? Yeah, and which has not happened in a really really long time. I mean, even though I've uh, I'm not in the the shape that I want to be in, I've consistently been able to go out and run 2 miles and just be like this is I can run 2 miles. I can make 2 miles happen. This was the first time when I'm like, Fuck. maybe I should do couch to 5K. Oh, man. <laughs> maybe I should just do run, walk, run, walk, run, walk until I get real comfortable with that and then go back to run. Yeah. Uh, but I know what it is. It's because I'm carrying so much extra weight. Of course. Like my, my body is going, why are you trying to move this mess See, my this pro- fast My problem. <laughs>
2: my problem has been like, I'm carrying extra weight too. And I had a few periods of inactivity, like when my kidney stone and then like there was, I got sick. And then while I was sick, I hurt my back. So that like, was an, I almost had like a month where I didn't run and you can lose a lot of shape in a month. Oh yeah. Like endurance wise. My frustration was like, I lost a little bit of fitness from that. And then I also just lost like natural speed from like being heavier. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I focus too much on my pace. Like I'm, I don't run to feel which I should be doing right now to recondition. Like I get frustrated if I'm not fast. Right. And I keep trying to push, and then I get tired too soon, right. and then I never get my endurance back because I'm not running the, like, 9, 10, 11, 12 miles I used to. I'm running, like, 7 and 8, and then I'm oh, crashing because oh, I'm pushing. You, you well, no, but... Ba- you poor baby. Right, but but <laughs> when I have a race in a month that yeah. is 12 and a half miles, and right. I haven't run that long in right. a long time, I'm a little worried about how it's going to feel on the day. Right. Plus, it's in June, so if it's a hot day, yeah, I'm fucked.
0: Well, and, and it's starting to feel like we may have another one of those years where it goes from cold to miserable. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's Monday. They're already predicting 76, I think. I know.
2: So I'm a little worried about what's going to mm-hmm. happen.
0: Yeah. And, well, and right now we're getting, every day that's warm, we're getting wind. Uh-huh. You know, it's this like, God damn it. I was running into the wind yesterday. And I was like, this is fucking miserable. Yes. Like, I would make it a terrible sailor. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't like the way wind feels. I don't
2: either. Oh, God, I hate it so much. So I have to force myself to start with the wind so that I end
0: with it at, your with back. It at
2: my back. But, like, it's so frustrating because you don't.
0: You See, do you, and do you run an out and back? Because I run a big circle.
2: Um, Right now, I run kind of, yeah. yeah. It's which, not as convenient to run a circle where I live now. Right,
0: right, right. So, so for for me, there's really no starting with the wind. Yeah. Because at least half of it. Yeah, yep, exactly. Yeah. So I I don't know. I mean, I, I, if I can drop, I, I was talking to my, I'm, uh, a groomsman at my uncle's wedding in September, and his fiance had sent me a message about going to... Milroy's to check out the tuxes. So I texted him today and I'm like, Hey, is that just to get measured? And he's like, yep. I said, well, here's the thing. I don't want
2: to accept my fate right now. I don't want, I don't
0: want that tux to fit me in September. If I get measured right now, because if it does, that's bad. Like I need to be down 25 pounds by the end of the summer. I need that for me to feel better, to feel healthy, to feel like I'm not going to have to worry. I mean, we're going to see Kevin Smith live uh in two days yep right we're going we're going to see him in iowa city at the uh, the, the angler angler have yeah. you ever been there have i you seen a show? no. okay me neither i don't even know where it's at but we're going to see him at the angler theater uh him and ralph garman do a uh, hollywood babylon which i've never listened to that podcast yeah so uh I'm, I'm hoping for two things one to have a really good time uh two for a meet and greet i want to apologize in person yeah I they, I want it to happen so badly. I mean, obviously, I won't be disappointed if it doesn't because I don't think that there's anything set up f- for them for to that. do that. Yeah, but if it were to happen, it would be very important to me to be able to tell him because twofold. One, I was in a shitty place when he blocked me on Twitter. Like, I was I was just an asshole. I was angry all the time. I was rude to people. Okay. Two, he was kind of in a shitty place. Yeah, I don't know that he would ever admit it, but his attitude on Twitter. Uh, you don't agree with me. kablock. Yeah. Now to watch him, like I've seen him interact with people and interact with negative feedback. And it's like, oh, hey, man, uh, sorry you didn't like the the thing that I did. Uh, I hope that you find your thing someday that y- you yep. love, you know, which is
2: not what he would have done at all. No,
0: yeah. no. And amazing. I mean, it's it's just such a, a great outlook to have. And this, is even, this was even pre-heart attack. Now post-heart attack, he's just like loving life. Yeah. You know, and uh, healthy. He's even he's lost 25 more pounds. Hmm. Uh, and he said he wants to lose, I think, 40 total. Because uh, maybe 50 total. 50, his doc said lose 50 yeah. pounds. Yeah. So yeah. And he's like, I mean, they they he was on the Today Show the other day. Monday or Tuesday. Monday, he was on the Today Show. I was watching the news. And uh, they showed a picture of him from like 2001 or something. And he was enormous. You know, and he always jokes that he's the fat guy, the too fat to fly guy. Then. He was. He's buying. He's buying an extra seat. Now he's not a. He's not a big man. I mean, right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call him fit, but I would call him healthy. I mean, he's very healthy. He's yeah. lost a bunch of weight. He. I mean, he doesn't look like just a giant wall of fat. I mean, he's just. He's taking better care of himself even prior to the heart attack. Yeah. So I just feel like he's in a better, more positive place in his life. And one, I'd like to acknowledge that. So if there's a Q and A, maybe I'll maybe I'll get in line, but we're up in the balcony, so we can't. <laughs> you know, that's a shitty thing. Like, we paid for the expensive seats, and the only ones available were in the balcony or off to the sides. And I had them pick, like, be- I, I had best available selected, so it didn't give me an opportunity to pick my seats. Yeah. Uh, so we'd either been way off to the one side, or we're, I think we're dead nuts in the middle in the balcony. Okay. But the, what what would be the second row of the middle balcony? Okay. Uh, so, so you know, we're going to see him. He's had a fucking heart attack. Sure. Uh, and, and somebody that I don't feel is that much older than me, but he's 50. Yeah. So he is quite a bit older you know, 11 years older than me, 11, 12 years older than me. Cause, uh, he might actually be 51 or 52 now. I, I don't feel like he's that much older than me. Yeah. So that's scary. You oh, know? I know. And, uh, you know, I've just noticed things bending over to tie my shoes, um, playing with the girls. I don't have as much energy, you know, I'm tired when I get home from work and I don't have a physically... Uh, demanding job most days. I mean, some days it it gets a little fucking yeah. sporty, but other than that, it it's pretty much just a sit around job. There's no reason for me to be exhausted when I get home. And I also find that when I'm not working out a lot, I don't sleep well. Yeah. So if I have a regular it. workout schedule, I sleep really well and I, I, I wake rested and and stuff like that. And I just I haven't felt that way lately. So all of those things combined just has me worried about my health. You know, I just had a physical, and he's like, "You're fine." I'm like I could probably stand to lose some weight. He's like, yeah, you could probably stand to lose some weight, but you're fine. Well, nothing that's to worry about. Good to hear. at you, Yeah, you know, blood test came back fine. Didn't see anything. I mean, a little, a little higher cholesterol than I've had in the past, but nothing to worry about. Still, like eleven points below. Hey, <laughs> you <know? laughs> get your shit together. Yeah, but I just I don't I don't want to feel this way anymore. Oh, I feel, um, that's exactly where I'm at. Two years ago, this time I was running five miles a day. Yeah. And regardless of the weird fucking distances you run, that's really all the further anybody needs to run. No, it is, yeah. Five miles is good. It like, is. That's, I, don't it ever, is good. I don't ever feel that I need to run any further than five miles. The thing I hated about it was it would take, like, a fucking hour of my day, you yeah. know, and then you put a sh- stretching on the front of it and a shower on the back. You're talking two hours you're fucking sucked up. Yep. You know, it's like just to go for a run. I, I don't like that part. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we can't all be freaks of nature like Clint, who doesn't have to do some of those other things. He can just do the run and then immediately whatever the fuck else he was going to do. Yeah,
0: yeah, he has a weird life schedule. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't envy it. Yeah. I, I, I think some people would, but I don't. Um, I don't envy his work schedule. I, 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 he works nights, and I don't want any fucking part of that. Yeah, But uh, he does have a lot of freedom. To do what he wants to do, and and that part would be kind of cool, but not to give up what I have. Sure, you know, I mean, <laughs> uh, these lunatics are fun when, except for when they're not. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> huh? Uh-huh. So, so true. So, sure. uh, yeah, I don't even know how we got on the. I'm in the middle of diet or die again. But yeah, that's... Because you were looking
2: at the calorie count oh yeah, on yeah, high life. Yeah, there. so I don't know. I
0: may not... I've got two... I've got well, three you know, in front can't of me. they can call it
2: know. Miller Low Life. They should. They should make a low-cal version of it and call it Miller Low Life. I think it's implied. And, and that's who
0: drinks it. I think that's implied. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Speaking
2: called, of, of low-lifes...
0: Okay. Fuck. Let, I'll, I'm... Look, here's the thing. Uh, I, was, I was wary... I know we already talked about it kind of... We kind of talked about it once already, didn't we? Briefly. Um uh, and I was worried about talking about this because I was afraid somebody would hear it. But judging by a lot of the the Internet traffic that I've been seeing on Facebook and stuff uh, from the people involved with this, I think they need to hear it. Yeah. So if they happen to stumble upon this and listen to it, look, guys, I'm sorry, but we're just being honest. All right. Yep. And this is one of those sorry, not sorry things, because you guys are acting like fucking assholes. The movie bros. Oh. so you watched it. You know I watched it. Was I wrong about anything that I told you about? It? No. Um, how much did we talk about it on this show? Well, you made me watch the trailer for it. And
2: that was it? Pretty much. We dissected that a little bit. Like, I think I remember watching it and going, fuck, like, none of them feel natural. Like right. They're delivering them feel natural. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> and the whole movie's that way, right? Yes. Yeah.
2: God damn it.
0: So, I have lots of problems with the movie. Uh, obviously, I've been very honest before about that the movie was terrible, uh-huh. and I didn't like it. But but here's the thing it, it's it the the sequel uh, Bros on the Rocks comes out uh, next month. Oh like, god! Like, uh, I Fuck! Think, I think it come might come out Cinco de Mayo. Okay. Of course. So here's the thing. So it's so it's really kind of started to spin up people talking about it again, and not not that many people are talking about. It. Basically, Boy. the people that are making that made the movie were either in it or wrote or directed it, or talking about sure. it. Sure. And. What has, has come out is if you go online and it bring up reviews, most of them are negative. Most of them are very negative, except for the ones that aren't. And what's been pointed out multiple times online is all of the positive reviews are also people that reviewed the director's stand-up comedy specials. hmm And they're clearly fake accounts. Or that...
2: like someone's mom from like right. who was in the movie.
0: Right that's that's shitty yeah like if you're gonna do that if you're gonna make that choice if that's your marketing plan if that's your marketing strategy is let's make 10 not even like 200 but 10 fake accounts and make fake reviews one don't write the reviews in such a way that it makes the movie sound like something way different than it really is oh yeah like don't write the reviews. uh, bragging about the cinematography and the stylistic choices there and the artistic direction. Right, because there are none of that. If you can find a shot of that fucking movie where a mic is not visible, you are a goddamn fucking wizard because it is technologically horrible.
2: Well, I'll tell you what. The, the first review that I read on Amazon, it's the first one that comes up when you click reviews and then see all reviews. It's not even filtering it. Right. It's just the first one that comes up. I asked you if you wrote it. You remember that?
0: I do. (laughs) I'm going to read it. (laughs) All
2: right. The the one-star headline, wow. Bros is a complete incoherent mess. This movie was an endless sequence of flat jokes and dialogue that is so poorly mic'd that we had to use subtitles until those even went out of sync. The jokes in this movie tried so hard to be edgy, air quotes, but just came off as embarrassing and outdated. At no point in this movie did it ever feel like the plot was progressing, let alone even existing. We did get some enjoyment while watching this movie when we played Find the Road, Mike, which had many, (laughs) many appearances propped up on the bar top. (laughs) The cuts... The cuts and camera angles throughout were so confusing and jarring that the movie felt more like an experimental fever dream than a comedy. Every (laughs) scene, especially the celebrity cameo, was stretched paper thin to hit a feature length, which resulted in scenes so excruciatingly bad that we were begging them to end. I have seen more grace and care put into editing on a YouTube video than this piece of trash. If I were able to give the director any advice, if he decides to continue doing this, it would be one use proper mic placement and ADR if you need it you need it a lot in parentheses <laughs> two do more than one take maybe the actors were just really terrible but when someone flubs a line or has poor delivery maybe do another take apart from that great movie 10 for 10 what did I watch <laughs> <laughs>
0: I wish I would have wrote that because yeah. that was a
2: because parts of it sound like something you would say. Right,
0: like, right. I and I did not write it. I, I wish I could take credit for it, but it, all valid points. And that's just the thing. That review was funnier than the movie, and it was just being honest. Yeah, like, they weren't taking cheap shots. They weren't. They weren't um, making insults just to insult. They weren't uh, calling out things that didn't happen. It's all. It's all honest. And and the the, the problem is. You know, there's a lot of those type of reviews. Just like, what was this pile of garbage? And the positive... Find a positive review. Because the positive reviews are fucking ridiculous. Here's one. Five stars. Let's go, bros!
2: Uh, A cool snapshot of A Night on the Town in Waterloo, Iowa... Two bros with quick snaps, jabs, and wit. I was cracking up after Harry the Hipster and that dude from that one movie and that dude in the gimp suit to that Professor Tony guy, and the bros laughs straight through to the end. I left laughing in tears, and the tunes were pretty cool too. Good shot, Waterloo.
0: No, it's terrible. First of yeah. all, uh, nothing in that in the mo- in the movie is a representation of anything that happens in Waterloo. It's not a culture that exists. Here.
2: Here's the review that pisses me off the most. Okay, how fucking dare you? <laughs> Modern day mix of a fair American Graffiti storyline with Swingers feel and cinematography. Funny characters, great locales. Takes you on a journey in Waterloo you won't forget. Really, you just compared this to American Graffiti and Swingers? Yeah.
0: Which, okay, first of all, it's no Swingers. No, the fuck, and it's not. And, and 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 stylistically, uh, uh, thematically has nothing to do with the American Graffiti. No, I mean, is there maybe there's a part in American Graffiti where somebody's trying to decide whether they want to leave town? I guess. Maybe but i I've seen it uh compared to clerks mm-hmm. to which I'm pretty sure Kevin Smith would force himself to have another heart attack.
2: Here's another good one, one star. oh wow, uh dear God, this is an inept disaster. This isn't even a fun bad watch. This is a really painful thing to experience. If it sounds like the positive reviews are written in the same style as the script, well, you might be onto something there.
0: <laughs> dead nuts, right, dead nuts. I think there is a review in there, written by somebody we know. I just read it. Was oh, that the one? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, right. gen- Gentleman Ron Swartz. <laughs> yes, that is the Gentleman but, Swartz. But true, and he, that motherfucker only watched the last half with us. Yeah, he
2: came in and was like, I should have stayed at the bar.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's like, I went to the bar where nothing was happening. I should have stayed at the bar where nothing uh-huh, was happening. Uh-huh. Which led us to sit around and come up with, <laughs> come up with, with reviews. Uh, Swartz also posited... Uh, two and a half years ago, I survived cancer. This movie makes me wish I hadn't. <laughs> I posited five years ago, my wife and I had a stillborn child. Now I know how Don Trenagle feels.
2: I, I posited a couple. One was, I I used to be pro-life. Now I believe in abortions. <laughs> and another one was, 12 years ago, Don Trenagle made me homeless. I harbored no ill will. Now I do. <laughs> So true. Like, I didn't care when that dude caused me to be temporarily homeless.
0: You and your critically
2: ill ex wife. Right. In December. <laughs> December. Before Christmas. Right. And you're like, ah, I'm makes like, sense. it happens, whatever, I get it. Yeah, makes sense. This it's, is the thing he has done yeah. that makes me angry. Yeah.
0: It's his dad's house. He yeah. needs somewhere to live. Yeah. I mean, I suppose. We right. should have signed a lease. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but this, yeah. this is too much. Well, and it's like, so the movie's bad. It, it really right? is. It's bad. And and had he responded uh, to the criticism, uh, in, in a way of like, Oh, okay, all things to consider for the next one. But instead he has made several comments on social media saying that the art the artistic community in Waterloo has been unkind, that he's been the victim of cyberbullying, uh-huh. uh and that he had to you know, he had to leave social media for a while because he was the victim of cyberbullying and
2: and I'm like, well, you know what? People, you telling you things you don't want to hear right. doesn't make them a bully. It just means you, maybe you made something that's not good.
0: Right. And that's just the thing. Like, you have to, if you're going to put something out there, you have to be willing to to understand that maybe you you don't know what you're doing.
2: This is the American Idol syndrome. Did anyone except for your friends tell you that it was good? Did anyone other than your family and friends and the people that you chose to be in it right. and the people connected to them right. tell you that it was good? Right. Anybody outside of that? I'm going to guess no. So maybe think about that. And maybe you should listen to some of this feedback and try to course correct on your I can't fucking believe it sequel.
0: Right. Yeah. Right.
2: And not do any of the same things. Well, and
0: he brags about uh, I made this movie for $5,000. It shows. Yeah. That's my, not... My question is what did you spend the other $4,500 on? Right. You know? Right. I mean, it looks like it was shot with a, a cell phone.
2: Yeah. It totally looks like it was shot with like, and,
0: an iPhone. And it... It's bad. I mean, the audio mixing's bad. The dialogue's bad. Clearly, it was a one pass on the script. And so,
2: it's having another effect on me, I find, now. This past Saturday, we went to breakfast, um, and we went to Newton's. Yeah? And then I was sad.
0: Because you're like, why would they listen? Because
2: he shot part of the movie there, and I was like, now I'm thinking about this fucker... While I'm eating right. at a place that a I really very, like to go to. A
0: very confusing part of the movie. Yeah. Because it introduces and closes out your main character and you don't see his face either time. Yeah. Which led me to believe he wasn't available when they shot those scenes. Yeah. And they just used somebody else. It, it It's the opening and closing scene of your movie. Right. Wait till he's fucking available. Yeah. It's not like you had permits to shoot and you had to shoot on those that's, dates. It's
2: the equivalent of giving Henry Cavill a CGI lip instead of just shaving the fucking mustache.
0: <laughs> Which they did. God damn. You it. know, so it's it doesn't it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, part of the reason he made the movie the way he did was because he had free access to all these places because he promised them free advertisement. Right. But they didn't know what they were getting involved in. Well,
2: right. And the other thing I think is like the mayor when he saw Both, it and yeah. heard all the dialogue that was in it, he's like I didn't know this is what I
0: was getting. Right, be I'm surprised there hasn't been fallout from that. Right, politically, I'll I bet mean, he
2: won't be in the second one. Probably not.
0: <laughs> well, especially because the trailer has a Holocaust joke in it, and not even a funny one.
2: No, just Dude, a, there's so many. Like Whatever. they're just
0: all they just lay eggs through the whole fucking thing. Like yeah. I don't, I didn't laugh a single time, other than for the ridiculousness of how bad it was.
2: I agree. I'm not just being harsh because right. we're on a mission here or whatever. Like we're not, I'm just being honest. That is my mission. I, I legitimately didn't laugh. I got angrier the more it went
0: on. Well, and it just, he had the opportunity to do something fun. Yeah. And instead, he, he, his ego is so big that he's like, that's how I wrote the joke. If that's what's going in. There. Put it in there. Like and it's just so bad. You should be
2: open to, like, I would have hoped that on set people would have been like, ah, that's kind of funny. You know what would be funnier if I said this? But right. he strikes me as the type of dude, like, nope, what's written on the page is y- what we're going to say. Yeah, we're
0: going to take it that way. And even if he didn't, uh, he should have had better judgment. Like, right. the jokes were not, they're just, they're, I would almost argue that there weren't any jokes. And that group of women Whoa. with the ongoing Star Wars conversation, like, look, if it doesn't work, don't use it. Right, they all felt uncomfortable. They were clearly just puking back dialogue that they had been taught. If that, the only way that that particular conversation works is if it feels natural. Yeah, I mean, generally the only way a movie works is if it feels natural, but especially
2: a part like that, right? Where you're trying to, yeah. uh,
0: And so, and now, of course, one of the one of the women was his wife, huh. uh, and you know these the other women. I don't. They're probably friends of the family or something. Uh, all of the people in it are his like gaggle of hangers on you know and 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 they're there i constantly see stuff on facebook like hard to believe a year ago that i'd be where i am now i'd like to thank don Turnagle and and the movie bros and i'm like are you fucking where are you now like wh- what are you doing now because you were in a movie
2: maybe filming the sequel
0: i mean yeah because you're in dose movies that are both bad they're it- both made with like backyard equipment and
2: yeah, but I don't know. We'll see. Did it win any awards?
0: Oh yeah. Well, one made up one. Like, see, that's <laughs> that's the other bullshit. Like they're doing stuff like that. You know, but when the first when the first Bros came out, uh, Don Drenagle went onto a website where you can make your own fake news article, and he typed up the news article about the release of Bros, and it was the, not a legitimate site. It was just basically somewhere where you can make it look like someone wrote an article about you. His publi- all of his publicity was it's he's like a fucking charlatan it's, it's man it's artifice yeah it's all, all it. it's all just like instead of actually publicizing the thing that you did it's hey what tricks can we use to make but, it look like this is legitimate why not it, just make it legitimate cuz it looks
2: like he wrote an article that it makes it look like an actual publication wrote and then he also like submitted himself for an award which you automatically win if you submit yourself Yeah, basically they it. have
0: so many awards that most of the people that submit, as long as they submit a product they get, get some award. For their category. And his award was like an achievement award. It was yeah. the equivalent of a participation right, trophy. exactly. And, like, look, anybody with common sense will look at that and go, this, this isn't a thing. Right. Like, this is some chicanery here. Of course, all of his friends are like, congratulations, hard work pays off. Blah, blah, blah. It's not fucking Sundance. It's a fake internet award. Right. And if you cl- start clicking down to this stuff, you're like, mm, some of this isn't legit. Like, they're naming like some big name movies and stuff. I'm like, no, they weren't. Yeah. No, they weren't. Somebody might have submitted them, but the studio didn't. Right. This, this isn't legitimate, man. And, 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 and you're hurting the process for everybody else. Because the next person that wants to make a movie in this town is going to make that movie. And, and maybe do a good job and no one's going to take him seriously because they're going to be like is this another one of those deals where it's it's a fake movie it's it's basically the equivalent of a porno without sex oh man you know what i mean yeah. it's, it's like low budget poor writing no plot no fucking yeah and none of it made sense he's trying to decide whether to take a job in chicago he lives in Waterloo, the same job in Chicago for a 20% pay increase, which even at one point in the movie one of the characters points out, y- you know you can lose money by making more. Right. A 20% pay increase from Waterloo to Chicago is basically a 30% pay cut. Yeah. You're you're paying to go work that job at this point. There's no journey. Yeah. He doesn't there's no decision for him to make. Right. Now, if they would have said seventy five percent pay raise, fifty percent pay raise, something that makes sense mathematically, like oh, I'm you know I could go there and I, and I might be able to afford to live and this might be an opportunity for me, but I have these friendships right. which never, never manifest. It's just a bunch of guys sitting around being assholes. Like you never get the feeling like man,
2: they're super tight knit. Th- and- these are,
0: these are my friends. You know, you don't establish how they know each other. You don't establish what they've done for each other. You don't under- you don't establish. Look at Dante and Randall. Yeah. There are moments in the movie where it's explained to you why one has been there for the other, how one has helped the other through something. This movie is just about bullshit.
2: Well, and so you know their their whole thing is that they're the bros. They go into the bars and everyone knows them as the bros. Right. So they're known because they go there. It ain't always a good thing to be the guy at the bar that everybody always knows. Like
0: right, right. So that doesn't again that doesn't really establish anything. No, and for, that's like, who you are. And that's the only. That's two. I shouldn't be having this. Um, <laughs> that's that's the only thing that establishes that they're this tight-knit group. And by group, it's two guys. Yeah. It's these tight-knit friends is that everyone identifies them as the bros. So that implies they're always together. But that doesn't mean that there's any kind of bond there. It just means they drink together all yeah. the time. And that doesn't make a bond. I mean, that's not to say there can't be a bond there. But there's no character development. There's no plot development. There's no plot devices. There's no risk, reward, or journey in the entire movie. Like, nothing about the basic elements of telling a story or, or, or allowing people to invest. And in, in, in you have to have storytelling elements in order to make a movie funny. Yeah. Because there still has to be a story there. There still has to be a, an, a, an investment in the characters. Otherwise, the, the vile shit that they're saying, they can't get away with, with that stuff unless they're endearing characters yeah, they're in some in- way.
2: Well, and so I'm sure that the reason they didn't do this is they were afraid they were going to get, like, compared to, like, clerks. But, like, it really probably would have benefited them to shoot in black and white. Yeah, Because they didn't do any color processing at all, you can tell.
0: And if they did, if somebody's going to write me next week and be like, they color corrected, they did it wrong. Yeah. They did it wrong. Because here's the thing. I've watched it on a television and on a laptop, right? Mm -hmm. On television, it looks okay, but it looks like it was shot with a cell phone. On a laptop, it looks terrible. Yeah, or no, vice versa. No, yeah, yeah that's right, that's right. Yeah, it, d- la-
2: it didn't look good on the laptop.
0: Um, it, it, and it didn't look great on Swartz's TV either. Right. Um, which I was running from my laptop, so I'll I'll cut it a little slack there. But I've actually watched it on a television, and it looked all right. But it's not color balanced. It's not color corrected. They they didn't. If they did any of that stuff, they did a very poor job of it. Um, if they would have just thrown a black and white filter on it, they wouldn't have had to worry about any of that shit. Yep. Half the bars they went into, all the lights are on. Yeah. That doesn't happen. (laughs) That's not a thing. Okay? Bars are dark. It's a lot of the same reasons why uh, uh, fucking uh, casinos and Target take the clocks out. They don't want you to know how long they've been in there. Fucking bars, it's dark. It's dingy. They want you to lose track of time, not realize how long you've been there. there. There's not a bar in town that's front window isn't covered in either some kind of a film or tinted because they don't want you to know that it's daylight or nighttime out there yeah you know if you ever day drank at a bar and you yeah. walk outside when it's still daylight what's know, the like, first thing your body does oh. something's wrong something's wrong yeah. something's wrong what happened well something's wrong you know it's like w- w- uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, <laughs> there's a reason for that so they're showing some of these scenes in bars where it's like white walls yeah lit like a fucking church it doesn't they don't even reproduce the feel of a bar in Waterloo in a movie about bars in Waterloo <laughs> How much fucking sense does that make?
2: Oh perfect
0: sense like if you're gonna if if this movie is going to be about Waterloo, the city uh Waterloo the bar scene, Waterloo the people that are going to bars, you should feel in the movie the same way you would feel in the bar
2: and i could am I wrong in this, but I feel like the movie's about Waterloo, right? But didn't they go to at least one Cedar Falls they bar? They start
0: in Cedar Falls. Yeah. They start at the library on the hill in Cedar Falls. Yeah. And when they toast for their shot, they say to Waterloo in a bar in Cedar Falls. Yeah. I, you know what would have been funny and would have played a little bit on the Waterloo-Cedar Falls dynamic is they should be violently opposed to spending any time in Cedar Falls. Yeah. And at some point in the movie, they should have to go to Cedar Falls. And Cedar Falls, just the town itself. It's like Pawnee
2: be- and Eagleton. Yeah, right,
0: <laughs> right. But, but the town itself could have been the villain of the movie. Yeah. I mean, there are so many ways to do this creatively and funny and in a way that gives you the feeling of the town. And the motherfucker knows me, right? All you had to do is, hey, man, can you take a look at this script? Yeah. I would have done it. I would have done it because I don't want someone to fail. But he, it, it's terrible. Yeah, it's you it's ter- made all the wrong choices, and it's all because of ego.
2: I'll be very curious to see like when when I left, I went to I met Kim at a movie today, and we saw a movie before I came over here. And when we were parting ways, she's like, "So what are you guys going to talk about?" And I was like, "Ugh." Bros, probably, and she's like, fuck, I feel like I should go watch it. I was like, don't do that. You don't do that. Nobody does that. I love you too much to let
0: you do that.
1: (laughs) This is for your own good.
2: (laughs) Um, But I'll be curious when I go home tonight to see if she actually watched it, and then what did she think? Right. I'm not going to color her opinion at all, just like they didn't color the movie correctly, (laughs) and I want to know what she has to say about it.
0: Yeah. I I would hope... Now, she knows a lot of the people that are in the movie. She She probably... Like
2: as we were watching it, I was right. like, "Fuck! I know that person." Oh, Kim knows; she probably knows everyone in the movie, Right. and she's probably like, "I know she knows one," and she's just, "Ugh." She- I mean,
0: is there anybody in the movie that she knows and has a high opinion of that she'll be ashamed of now?
2: Probably. I could one I can think of. I
0: couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine being in the movie, reading the script, and going, "Yeah, I'm on board." A good idea. Yeah. Now I will say, you know. Most of the acting in the movie was fucking horrendous.
2: Well, I'm guessing that each person, like especially the one I'm thinking of, that Kim might be like, oh, why'd you do this? Probably only got their page. Oh, sure. And then like, he probably just said, here's what the movie's about. This is kind of what's going on. Here's your part.
0: I I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah.
2: And that's probably exactly how it was fed to everyone. Right. Because that's got to be how it was fed to the mayor, too. Oh, fuck yeah.
0: The mayor and a former mayor. Right. There are two mayors in that fucking scene. And the scene you're talking about uh, was probably the most solid scene because he carried most of it. It yeah. wasn't interesting at all. No. Uh, but it was shot horribly. Right. He was shot, uh, it would be camera left, right. right? Talking, no, he's looking to his left, but he's talking to people on his right. Right. So like all they had to do, make sense. All they had to do was slide, rule thirds, slide that fucking camera over so that he's taking up the right third of the screen, looking in the direction where these guys would actually be sitting. But they didn't do that. It was, it was, it was, so fucking it bunch of fucking just rookie fucking just bullshit and supposedly he went to film school he's been telling everybody because there's a review about that too supposedly this guy went to film school i'd like to know what film school (laughs) and to keep my fucking children away from there because like (laughs) jesus christ like it's just really basic bullshit to the point where all he honestly would have had to do if if there was nothing in the picture that would have been a tell flip it flip it yeah just flip it flip it and post um, and it's not like he's worried about continuity, <laughs> I mean fucking Clint pointed out that like there's a scene where some drinks are getting poured, and the fucking levels oh are I know. Like, it's it's empty towards the end, and full at the beginning, it's fucking just opposite, yeah, you know, just like well, but I mean like the drink, yeah, so the the drink is full when they first start mixing it, and then when he gets done mixing it, yeah. the level's lower, it's yeah. just fucking horrible God, and it's and it's not even like, oh my God, you didn't Steven Spielberg this movie, it's like he didn't pay attention to the pay attention to the basics and then build out you know you get the basics right and then you build out you get a you get a plot you get some funny jokes and then you build the movie around them you know because i could at least see if you had a movie that had some funny bits in it like even strange wilderness had some funny bits in it the movie was just bad yes right this movie everything about it you just look at it and you go this movie was clearly made by a guy who potentially could be president because he won't listen to common sense <laughs> he w- thinks that his idea is right and he lives in a delusional world where he thinks that he made things that work better yeah and it's and it's so it's sad because there's this opportunity to not make a fucking cans film festival quality movie, but like something that could have been fun and people be like, Did you guys do all this movie's made in Waterloo? Yeah. Like check this fucking movie out. It's kinda of funny. Instead it's uh You wanna see something?
2: <laughs> you want to see a dead body?
0: <laughs> <laughs> At least there's value to showing someone a dead body. Oh, man. I was torn when we were in Chicago. You know, that that night we went home early. I was torn. I'm like, do I show it to him and give this movie another hit?
2: That's what I said to Kim, too. Yeah. I was like, you're just giving him another click.
0: Or do I do I not, and yeah. he doesn't share in that, the pain and agony? Because and, I needed you to know that I wasn't just...
2: Hating for no yeah, reason. Yeah, hating
0: just to hate. And man i'm not i mean there's there's people that i dislike <laughs> yeah that will refuse to like anything that they ever do but i'll be upfront about that be like uh he could fucking cure cancer and i'll hate his guts there's mm-hmm. people like that this wasn't really that thing right you know i'm like uh, i'll watch it and i it took me two tries to watch it the first time fuck first time i made it through the fucking opening how bad was that opening monologue
2: oh fuck off
0: That opening narration was fucking horrible. Like, you need some jokes in there, man. Like, that's the only thing, because it's supposed to be this love letter to Waterloo. That's the only thing that sings any praises of Waterloo. Everything after that makes you go, God, I wouldn't want to run into any of these assholes at a bar. They are fucking unreasonably rude, not funny, and just fucking crass, which crass is fine. If you're also funny. <laughs>
2: yeah, like, you got to be funny to pull off. Tosh yep.
0: gets away with the shit he gets away with because it's so fucking funny. And he's kind
2: of charming while he's yeah, being a complete yep, asshole. Yeah, and that's just yep. the thing.
0: And, and you know, at one point they're talking about one of the bros from Waterloo. Uh, and, it, and it not even being the better looking one, right? It being the sunken eyed, yeah. like, uh, leukemia Bobby looking one, right? Yeah. Uh, being some kind of ladies man. And I'm just like, nope, don't buy it. Because you see nothing from anything that he does make yeah. you feel like he would be suave or be able to, to to lampoon ever. And then the constant use of the term sliz I know. just turned me off. Because it's unnatural. It's not a word anybody fucking uses. Nobody.
2: I've never heard it before. Like that stop movie. trying
0: to make fetch happen. <laughs> you know, I mean it's it's just not a word that anybody uses. And if you're if you're making a movie about a specific place and you're trying to key people in on what life's like there, yeah, use the shit that happens there. Well, yeah,
2: how many people are gonna watch that and go, Is that do they is that a word they use there?
0: Better yet, there are several times in the movie where Jenny went, Is that a place that's here? <laughs> is that a real place? Because everything that they used was an actual place here. Right. But We didn't know where they were, and it certainly didn't make us want to go there.
2: Well, yeah, and like you said, to the way that some of it was lit, like, they're harder to recognize when you're like, that's not what it looks like when I'm in there.
0: Right. And, uh, you know, like, for example, that uh, place that serves street food. Uh, The the guy, guy they're handing him tickets, and he's like, what the fuck do you mean? I'll take three fucking tacos. You know? Yeah. I'm like, that makes that place unlikable. Yeah. It, It makes that guy look like a prick. Yeah. Like, why would I want to go order food there? He seems like a dickhead. Yeah. You know? And, unfortunately, and I haven't had a chance to talk to Juggy yet, Smitty's is in the second one. Oh, no. There's a trailer. One of their trailers is the Smitty's scene from Bros on the Rocks. Oh, gross. And it's a horrible scene. The audio's bad. I have no doubt in my mind it's shot with a cell phone. It's so dark in there you can barely see what's fucking happening.
2: So, what I want to know is... What did they spend the $5,000 on? No. Oh. No.
0: Probably Durant Marcus to have the premiere.
2: Yeah, probably. What I want to know is who the fuck exactly who is he making this sequel for other than himself? Like is there
0: who himself and the people that were in it because who needs to see more of it? Well, I think and here's the thing, a perfect example is the fact that so the build up to the first initial release it, there is a little bit of a buzz on the internet. Local groups and stuff, people talking about it. And the the premiere's coming up. I think the newspaper covered it, right? Probably. Immediately after the premiere, absolute radio silence. No buzz. No one was like, oh, I went to this premiere. Except for the people that were in it, their family members, and the guy who made the movie. Nobody was like, oh my god, I went and saw this premiere? You guys need to fucking find this movie. It's on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime is almost YouTube. Yeah. uh, Which I didn't know. And I don't know what the process is to getting something on Amazon Prime, but we don't let little kid watch YouTube anymore because the shows are fucking obnoxious. all that Miss miss Hand stuff or Uh. she's playing with toys. And I'm like, you're not going to watch somebody else play with toys. You want to play with toys? Go play with toys. You want to watch fucking PJ Masks or Vampirina or Boss Baby, then you can watch TV, right? Right. Well, so she got hip to the fact that she couldn't watch YouTube anymore. So now it's always, can I watch Amazon Prime? She'll go on Amazon Prime and find those same fucking videos the the mishands the unboxing videos the all heck? that shit so I think you can just pay I think yeah to have your your show on or just have an account and upload it some kind of special account to upload I don't know what the process is I should probably Google it just out of curiosity to be informed but uh, why do that show is called misinformation right uh, <laughs> exactly so it's not like it's some kind of accomplishment to get a movie on Amazon Prime and it's right. hard to find because we had to search for it it didn't come up at first and then we tried something else and it finally popped up. And then we picked it, and mm-hmm. it, it, it's kind of buried. It's not like you can just go into movies and find it. So, you know, it, I'm sure that was a bragging rights for, now available on Amazon Prime. Yeah, you know what else is available on Amazon Prime? Dildos. I can buy dildos and have them shipped to my house for free. Yep. Right. I can use my Amazon points and get a big black Monster Kong, uh, probably a used one even if I want one, and have it shipped to my house for free. So being on Amazon Prime is not a huge accomplishment, but it's this constant like upsell of this bullshit. Did you? Are you going? Well, something? I
2: think just yeah, Amazon. You can just upload. You can upload your own files and personal videos, like photos and videos,
0: and then other people can access them. I think so. Yeah. So it's not even really on no. Amazon Prime. Oh, you got to be fucking kidding so, me.
2: So you know, again,
0: you got to be fist fucking me. This is <laughs> it, like it's just it's just constant like smoke and mirrors smoke and mirrors and if you have a good product and i'm not saying it has to be like the special it has to have special effects and shit but like just come on man I know. and thirdly as a guy who's getting his part 107 drone license uh that the FAA would love to speak to you about your drone shots in your movie cuz i guarantee you that motherfucker didn't doesn't have the proper clearances cuz flying at night takes waivers uh flying over people takes waivers right uh, they're flying downtown at night. Come on, man!
2: Like, that's probably maybe that's what they spent some of the money on was just having somebody do drone stuff for them. Yeah, but if
0: somebody's got because you could shoot with a drone for I mean, like my drone because it's just, it's lit pretty well downtown at night. Yeah. I could fly mine up there. That drone three hundred fifty bucks. I mean, it's right. normally nine hundred dollars. Bought it rebuilt, but it you know he pays that guy a hundred bucks right come out and they shoot all their drone shots in one night. Yeah, I especially suppose. a guy who's not part one hundred seven. Right, he'd be like, yeah, "I'll do it for you on the cheap." Yeah, exactly. Don't <laughs> you know? uh, tell anybody. Yeah, because if if somebody shows up here, they're just gonna yell at me because I am not part one hundred seven. Mm-hmm. If he's part one hundred seven, he's breaking the rules. Uh, he's gonna get in a lot of trouble. Yeah, so it's just it's just like a thing on top of thing on top of thing on top of thing, and he's trying to play the victim, but yet he still rolls out another piece of shit movie even after he's heard the feedback he's gotten on the first one. So I have two uh, two things that I wonder about. Maybe bros 2 bros on the rocks is just all the footage from the first one he didn't use
2: oh god
0: it wouldn't surprise me a bit because he's a fucking snake oil salesman man yeah
2: maybe so maybe it was all maybe maybe it was all
0: shot at the same time
2: yeah
0: uh because i haven't really seen any reference to i mean there's uh apparently another concert scene which was so valuable
2: and maybe that's why he won't have learned from any of the criticism because it was all done it was already
0: done yeah you know, he did. I did see him put out a thing like, "Hey, who wants to be in another concert scene or something?" But that concert scene was bad. Yep. Um, you know, and there's that moment where that you know that little girl comes up and hands the the a fake ID to the bouncer, yeah. and that could have been a really funny moment, but she just yelled something like she had marbles in her mouth and walked away, flipping them off. Mm-hmm. And the thing about that is, so you've got that moment in the movie. It's totally out of place. Now, had they had that little girl. In the background, drinking at every bar they're in, but they couldn't do that because those bars would be like, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's not the the publicity we want. Like, well, it's a movie and it's a comedy movie, and we promise it'll be funny. Yeah, it's, it's... But if your movie is going to be funny, you can get away with that kind of shit. Or you have her walk into every single one of those bars and try to get served, and they just send her away. And she progressively gets angrier and angrier and angrier throughout the movie, and then she does some great big thing at Spicoli's at the end at the concert see that's how fucking comedy works yeah. you build you establish you have a narrative you do these things that are important you don't just do dead bit after dead bit you just say sliz I mean, a bunch yeah say, you to do. and then you swear and you yeah. you have uh what was the one the one review that talked about it being a bunch of comics pitching ideas like they're in a smoke circle
2: yeah, something like uh, that.
0: There's, there's a review like that. Because cause there's reviews on Amazon, there's reviews on IMDb, and there's reviews on the Facebook page. There, there was one review on the Facebook page that was fucking blistering because it was like, I know this review won't stay up for long.
1: <laughs> It'll
0: probably be deleted. Hmm. And on all all of his trailers on YouTube, comments have been disabled. So it doesn't even allow on YouTube for there to be feedback about the movie. Which is just fucking amazing to me. I mean, I've had my stand-up comedy videos on YouTube for 12 years now, right? And I've, it has never occurred to me to disable comments. And some people have said some pretty fucking vile shit on there. But the upswing is there are more positive comments than negative.
2: Yeah. So when well, another reviewer here called out the same thing and said, A lot of fake five-star reviews for this horrible waste of the Earth's resources. Avoid this movie and everyone associated with it at all costs.
0: Right. And, and, and that's, it's, it's true. That review doesn't really tell you anything. You know what I mean? that's That, that review is like, he's going to be like, well, they're just
2: being fucking The creators petty. of this piece of garbage seem to think yeah. that misogyny, insulting every minority group imaginable, and AIDS is funny. If there was a single laugh to be found in this movie, I might give it some slack, but it is boring, boring, boring. Yep. See, and, that's, and that's they're saying exactly what you yeah. are. Like, you're, if you're going to have truly awful content, you're only going to get away with it if you're somehow likable. Right. You don't
0: achieve that. Well, and I think that's what Don found with his stand-up comedy after a while. Like, because he was... When he first started, he was compared to like Lenny Bruce, and, and, and because he was so edgy and he'd say shit other people were afraid to say. But what he, the trap he fell into is then he just started saying fucking rude and crude shit. And yeah. it didn't have a punchline, it wasn't funny. <clears throat> and it was just like, hey, what if I talk about Laura Ingalls Wilder getting fist fucked by Santa? And I'm like, well, but that's not funny. Yeah, why like, is Like, where's happening? the setup? Yeah. And I'm just using that as right. it's not something he said, but. Uh, you know, it stands in my mind, one example, we used to do uh, open mic at Joker's before Joker's comedy club closed and on Sunday nights. And it was a bringer show. You know, they didn't advertise it. So it's yeah. like, hey, bring your friends. And, and like most open mics are, it's like, hey, yeah. it ends up just being like your friends don't understand how to handle an open mic. So then they are only laughing at your jokes. I'm like, no, I laugh at anything that's funny. That's what makes an open mic fun. It's not a yeah. Fucking competition. Right. It's We're trying to work material. We need to know if it's funny. Don't hold your laughs because it's not your buddy up there. I remember one night, there's this really cute mixed race girl sitting in the front uh, row. And he starts going after her right away. And he's just being fucking vile. Just, just crude joke after crude joke. And they're directed right at her. He's looking right at her. And finally, she says, in the middle of his set, could you please stop talking to me? You're making me uncomfortable. <laughs> and... He gets butthurt about it immediately and is just, like, goes after her even harder. Like, he wanted to fuck that girl. I mean, it was well before he ever met his wife. Sure. He wanted to fuck that girl. And now she has just... Not even, like, she was trying to make a joke. She was just like, you're making me uncomfortable, man. Yeah. Because he's a big dude and he's standing over the fucking top of her and she's just there to see, presumably, some friend of hers. And and it, he just... It wasn't enough. Like, he he had to just keep being vile until his time was up, which... Uh, was when he decided it was up, oh. you know? And it's just like, man, come on. You know how comedy works. You used to be good at it. <laughs> like, why why are you doing this? You don't be vile just to prove that you can do it or that you're not afraid to do it. The whole point of being vile is to make it funny. Mm-hmm. Like, I can say this stuff, but have it still be funny. I used to close with a joke about my dad coming, <laughs> and it killed And the reason it worked was because I'm not the funniest comic out there. But when I'm on stage, I'm your best friend. And I'm my worst enemy. Mm -hmm.
1: Because
0: I'm going to beat myself up. I'm going to make fun of myself. I'm going to talk about my little dick. I'm going to talk about getting fatter. I'm going to talk about jerking off because I'm sad and lonely. And then I'm going to take that heckler out for being a douchebag and i'm gonna go after him because i can get away with that because i was so mean to myself earlier i made you feel sorry for me i made myself endearing to you and i made it feel like i was your friend i would talk to you throughout the show and make it feel like hey we're friends we're friends here we're friends oh by the way um my dick's a little oh by the way my dad came you know stuff like that (laughs) and it would work because all of it was dependent on each other you know, I can't just get up there and be like open with, "Hey, remember that time uh, you watched your dad's pornos? Uh, he came while he was watching those movies." And to me, that's how a joke in Bros, exactly how a joke in Bros would have been written. Mm. So yeah. they would just jump right into it. So you watched, used to watch your dad's pornos, like just out of nowhere, because that's they're they're not nothing is conversational. Yeah, they start in the middle of every conversation. You ever watch your dad's pornos? Yeah. Do you know that when he was watching them, he probably came all over himself. <laughs> you can't do it that way. Yeah. It doesn't work. There has to be other stuff, other levels in the joke to make it work. There's so much more to it than that, you know? And it makes me sad.
2: Yeah. I mean... Are you just hurt because you didn't get asked to be in it?
0: Uh, I'm not 100% sure I didn't get asked. I'm just kidding. Well, no, he he asked me a couple times. He had a uh, uh, public access stand-up show. And he asked me a couple times if he could pencil me in for a set and i'm just like ah my schedule sucks dude i don't I like, really can't and then he would message me back and be like so can you know can we put you in pen now i mean are, are you available i'm like no no and especially because it was don don zilla's comedy showcase on the public access channel and on the public access channel if they air it after a certain time of night they don't have to edit it Ooh, so yeah. they can have cursing and everything uh, i watched a couple of them and they were all bad there was maybe one or two comics that had, like, hey, I can see the potential in this guy. He understands joke structure, and he's likable. you know, Or at least there's something that makes you go, I, if I was at the comedy show, I wouldn't stand up and walk out. Right. Maybe two out of 20 were, were that way. And I'm like, I don't want to be part of this. It's not like I can go up there in a fucking ski mask and not have people know who I am. I don't want to be associated with this fucking train wreck. Yeah. So had I been asked to be in this movie, because follow-up, the other day, I did get a message. Uh, and I was basically added to a conversation about another movie that was being made here. Hmm. And uh, Don was like, "Hey, I uh, I added Zach to this conversation. Maybe he can help you with this role." And their conversation goes back and forth for a good hour, hour and a half, and finally, I just drop a message in that goes, "Hey, just saw this. What's going on?"
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, "Oh, we thought you could help with this." I'm like, "Uh, no, nope. no, I can't. Sorry. <laughs> like, like it doesn't work that way." Yeah. Well, do you know anybody that could fulfill this requirement? And I can't like really get into it because it'll right. um, talk about stuff that I don't talk about. But um, that would help fulfill this requirement. I'm like, no, no, sorry, man. Good luck, though, because it is like good luck making your movie. It was a horror movie, which normally I would have been really interested in. But because of the way I was asked what I was going to be expected to do and the fact that I knew that the reason they wanted to use me was it was going to make it free for them. Yeah. Bullshit. First of all, like, I'm not, I'm not worried about being a scab, like, non-union actor. But I am a fucking trained performer. Like, I have a, a degree in theater. And I've worked professionally as a stand-up comic and performer. So I'll be goddamned if I'm going to be in your movie for free. That's fucking silly. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know you. And, and just because I have access to some things that you need for your movie, why would I volunteer those things to you? That's insane, especially because the guy asking for them has already established he can't make a good movie. So if he's saying, I I can't trust his judgment on your movie, that's another thing. He's poisoning the well.
2: Right. So anything that he tries to help. Right. With now. He's given he's yeah. giving it cancer.
0: Right. You know, and, and that's just because of the way he's handled the feedback. If he had been a receptive to feedback and been like, yeah, you know, maybe I could improve this or maybe I could bring a couple extra writers on or something. But the only other people he credits as writers in the movie are the people that are in it. yeah So it's like he didn't have anybody take a second pass on that fucking script. Second, third, fourth pass. I mean, which it needed. It just. Yeah. Because the bones are probably there. If you change everything else, maybe concept wise, you could make something out of it. You'd be forcing it, hmm. but you could basically take his proof of concept and turn it into something good by telling him nothing you're doing is work is working. We need to start from scratch and see what we can get to.
2: Yeah, well, I've just never understood like wanting to find people that will tell you that something's good
0: when it isn't like, yeah, like yeah.
2: I'm just going to keep looking for the people that'll tell me what I want to hear instead of like, the common whatever the common consensus actually is.
0: That's the internet, though. Yeah. You're looking for an echo chamber. Yeah, you're looking for uh, sycophants. Oh God, what?
2: Kim just said. Does Zach think I should watch it?
0: I don't think. Tell her. I don't think anyone should watch it. Okay. I don't think it's fair that anyone have to endure it. But <laughs> I think she knows a lot of people in it, and the one the one question and Jenny has already solidified this for me that we're not being unreasonable. But I'm curious i'd be curious to hear what her opinion of it is because especially as another person who is trained in theater trained in performance to get that feedback from because i've yet to you know obviously swartz also trained in theater uh a very accomplished i mean he was good he was a really good actor he was a lot of fun i I wish he would do like chicago community theater or something because he's he's really fucking good yeah Uh, he just has that he has that the reason he's fun to be around is because he has that thing. Yeah. He he's could he that. could
2: be a bro in that movie before any of those oh, fuckers yeah. could. Because he lives
0: that life. Well and 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 he he would be a great secondary character in a yeah. situation like that. Because like I was I started to say earlier, the acting is all terrible, except for one guy who I dislike the guy. I dislike his lifestyle, dislike everything about him, but Tom Garland. He plays time bomb Tom in the in the movie.
1: Yeah.
0: He's good in it. I mean he's good in it. And But yet another example of how they fuck it up, They're yeah. like his name's Time Bomb Tom. They call him Time Bomb Tom because he's always ready to close the sale. I'm like, no, no. You call him Time Bomb Tom because you never know when he's going to fucking snap. Yeah. That's way funnier than he's a salesman he who's always ready to, to, to close the sale. Always, you never know. He's always going to close that sale. But he's fucking unemployed. He got canned. So does any part of that, it's not even like, he's not Time Bomb Tom, ironically, because they sell him up as this badass salesman, but he, like, it might be, like, you know, because he he talks about how he had a job interview, and he's disappointed because he'll probably get it. Yeah. And it's selling, like, life insurance or something. Yeah. Dude, if he's really Time Bomb Tom, he should be able to make things happen. But that, that's not the character they're selling you, so why not just have him be Time Bomb Tom? Like, at any point, he could flip over a fucking table in the bar, like, for nothing. Like, that would make more sense. Like, make your characters make fucking sense, man. Why start now? Have Tanner be the ladies' man. (laughs) Because he's not a bad-looking dude. The other one, Matt. Is it Matt? Matt Tanner and Matt, right? Are the characters' names? Matt, seriously, looks like at any moment, at any moment, they're just going to tell him the chemo don't work. (laughs) Like, black circles under his eyes. He just looks like he's always clammy. Yeah. Um, looks like he'd be most at home in like a a wife beater, a uh, long fucking basketball shorts, and a pair of fucking flip flops at home. Yeah, and like he always would just kind of smell like stale cigarettes and disappointment. Ugh! Like these characters are not endearing; they're not likable. Yeah, what'd she say?
2: Like she was thinking that you wanted her to like watch it and live text us. Like, oh god! I was like, no, no, we're oh, gonna be done yeah, soon. Oh, he yeah. just really wants to know what you what you what you would think, especially since you know so many people. Yeah. In it.
0: Well, and 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 here's the other thing. I'm curious to know how well she knows the people in it, Mm -hmm. and if she could reach out to them. Oh, yeah. Because I want to know how they feel about...
2: Well, I'm sure she could ask the one, for sure.
0: Right. But I I almost think that he commented when he won the prestigious award, and he was like, way to go! I can't remember his name, um, so I'll have to ask you off air, because it sounds like you don't want to say it. Right,
2: just in case. I don't want to burn
0: any bridges. Wait a minute, he's in the fucking movie! For her. But he's in the fucking movie! Yeah. He's, He's in the credits! Oh, yeah, there you go. So, I mean, how... Do you think it would... I don't know. I mean, he's, he knows he's in the movie. Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah. And we've said Kim. Yeah. So he knows he knows her. Like, if you he were here now... I mean, it's just the thing. Like, the <laughs> guy was in the movie, and he allowed himself to be credited. So, I, I mean, it's just wonder... Uh, what are his initials? Can you give me his initials? <laughs> is, is one of them a G? Yes. Uh, Like, GC? G- G-H. GH. Okay. Oh, hold on. Okay, that's not the one that commented. That's not okay. the one that commented. Okay, well then there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like... Uh, she. Yeah, she needs to talk to him. Yeah. Is she, is she pretty close to them?
2: Yeah. I mean, she works for him sometimes.
0: And like like on a first name, text, oh, text yeah, texty, texting yes. back and forth basis? Yeah. Have her text him right now <laughs> and ask him, how do you feel... Like, they're friends, right? Or do they just have, like, a professional relationship?
2: More more professional
0: relationships. so, So she couldn't get away with texting him. How do you feel about being in the movie Bros? Like, could she ask him that question via text? And then based on his response, I might want to have him on the show. Wouldn't you think that would be a fucking pipe bomb moment, yeah?
2: Yeah. Well, I just told her that you wanted her to find out how he felt about being in it after he saw it.
0: Right. Like... Right. And how much he knew going into of it. the final
2: product yeah because
0: yeah. i the thing here's the thing if he's a good dude i want him to ha- have the opportunity to save face i want him to have the opportunity to say i did not know yeah what the rest of the script was like
2: she uh they're yeah they're friends like she plays in a band with him sometimes like they used to be in a band regularly but now every once in a while they get a request to like
0: right so it's not just a employee employer relationship right they they are equals right in, in lots of situations and, and, yeah in
2: some situations okay. yeah
0: so, yeah, I, I'd be very curious to find out what he what he thought he was getting into and whether he is comfortable with attaching his name to the thing he was in. Because, honestly, you know, yeah, the, the two bros, my understanding is that neither one of them uh, is exactly doing what you would call living a professional lifestyle right now. And then everyone else in the movie has either moved away or is working some fucking menial job or... Like, isn't really doing anything that their potential professional life would be affected by being in this pile of shit. Yeah. But I think he could be affected. Yeah. And the mayors could be affected. <laughs> That's what I thought. Right. The you fucking know? mayor. And like... in some cases, some of these bars, their business, I wish Juggy would have said, hey, what do you know about this yeah. thing? Like, what do you know about this movie? Do you know right. anything about this? Because mm-hmm. I'd have been like, you want to stay the fuck away from that, Juggy,' Because... Look, Smitty's is not hurting for fucking business.
2: Right. They you know, do fine.
0: They are the the hockey bar in town. I mean, when the fucking... they That Clark Cup thing, the Anderson or whatever it's called, the, when the Blackhawks won this year, that fucking thing was at Smitty's for like a week on hockey nights. Have you ever been in there on a fucking hockey night? No, I haven't. Thank God. You're welcome. Yeah. Because I don't, it, I it, don't want to It be. is asshole to elbow in there. It's exactly what you would want it to be if you're a bartender because it means you're making fucking money. Right. And God bless him. Good for him. Yeah. I mean, I like to go in there on a Thursday night because there's not hardly any people there. I'm really going to like to start going in there on maybe like Sunday nights uh, when it starts getting warm, sitting yeah. out on the patio, having a couple of beers with the guys uh, when it's dead. But first of all, Friday and Saturday nights during hockey season, they don't need me in there. Right. They don't need my fucking business. They right? do fine. They do they fine. They do fine. And it's with a crowd that I frankly don't want to be around. It's loud, it's obnoxious, the music's too loud, there's too much dancing, you can't get to the fucking bathroom, uh, people are spilling drinks on each other, uh, but they're having a good time, because that's what a busy bar is like. You know what I mean? It's not like, uh, if you want a bar in Party Town yeah. on a hockey night, you're going to love it in there. You're going to see everybody you know, you're going to see probably hockey players, former hockey players, you're going to see famous fucking hockey players, they have fucking NHL players stop in there. Yeah. like Fucking real deal, millionaire fucking NHL players come to Smitty's because they used to play for our local Blackhawks team. Yeah, It's a great fucking bar. A busy bar is just not my scene. Oh, God. But the no. patio, that new fucking beer garden patio they have, yeah. on a Sunday night when it's like all of our people, and we all sit out there and take over fucking four tables and just sit and leisurely drink yeah. and, and breathe fresh air and just have a good time. That's my scene now. That's the same reason. Like half the time, I'm like, why don't we just go drink on my patio?
2: Yeah, exactly. You know, we
0: can well, listen like, to the music we want to listen like, to. I can go to the bathroom whenever I want. Well, you like know?
2: Kim said the other night, she's like, gosh, she's like, maybe that's what we should do. No one, no one seems to want to open a bar where like uh, the the music is only played at a reasonable volume, where you can still mm-hmm. have a conversation without yelling. You discourage a certain type of people from being in there. Whoa, racist! No, like just the <laughs> obnoxious. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Good Just the myself. obnoxious, typical bar type. Uh, like, that's not... Mrs. Like, Eric's a racist. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's rubbing off. It's rubbing off.
0: <laughs> rubbing off, rubbing in. Yeah. No, sorry. Go All ahead. of it. Sorry, go All ahead. of it. She couldn't be any farther from being a racist. If I know. She tried. I know. <laughs> yeah. like, go ahead. Oh, my God. I don't want to sully her She good feels name. for everybody. Right. But
2: no, like, she would love a bar that's like... Just people like us that just want to like 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 you were just saying like just sit and kind of be but have an easy relaxed time and not right. have to yell over each other and right. shit like that. A place
0: where you you because here's something we don't really have anymore. A place that you go um and might run into people you know. Yeah, you know, I mean, and I'm not talking like you go there enough. Like you just know the people go in there, right. but like like on a weekend or or a, a normal night that you go to the bar, like oh people might bounce in here that you know. Yeah, which is why we need to open. Nerd Nexus. Yeah. Yep. I've got it all fucking planned out. We need to... And and the perfect building, unfortunately, I think is Rob's place. Oh, really? We need a three-story building. Huh. The basement is a small 50-seat theater performance space. Okay? Most of the time, it's not in use. The main floor is a nice, cozy bar... Yeah. uh, ...with a beer garden out the back. Okay? The top floor... Is four rooms, podcast studios.
2: Huh, Kim and I talked about something similar with like a couple levels to it and mm. doing different things on it, um, and we weren't sure if we were going to go the bar route or like a cafe, right? Uh, with the caffeine emphasis, we were going right. to call it Nerd Alert, because oh. like the alert from the caffeine, we're right. going to call it Nerd Alert. Oh, yeah, perfect. I you know. Really want to do something like that,
0: yeah. dude. Well,
2: and <laughs> but it's just about finding you know the right space for it and then also just how to how to market it correctly well, and the problem that we have here
0: is we're a small market I know. That's what I mean. So, so, you know, in a Chicago or a Phoenix or a St. Paul or a yeah. uh, Des Moines. Well, but so moreover, you just start paying attention
2: to all the places that are just like, man, that place is almost doing it right. But right. if they just did this, kind of like how we've said single speed, if you would just decide to go like the, the fancy burgers route and really just nail one good menu instead of having 38 different things that change every three months right. that aren't that good and are overpriced. Dude, I'm, I'm telling then you. Then all the other places that you look at, where you're like, God, they're trying, they're doing too much. There's no way they're going to do all this right. Just pick a couple things.
0: Well, if you could find a way, you know, and I talked to Rob uh, years ago mm-hmm. when we were talking about opening, like, I was real serious about opening that, like, nerd yeah. cafe, yeah. basically, where we'd have Xboxes, yeah. and you'd get a discount if you brought in a receipt from Rob's shop, and what Rob said to me was, you'll lose your ass in the summer. Yeah. Because there's nobody here. He, he's like, I've had a shop on main, on main on the hill in Cedar Falls for 20 years. In the summer, there's nobody here. There's there's nobody here. You won't make a fucking dime in the summer. But if you can find something that the people from the surrounding area will come to you for, so I think that's what you do. You have it. It's nerd-themed. You serve nothing but burgers and fries. Yeah. Like four different burgers and fries, and they're good. Yeah. they're really good, and then you have other spaces for other things
2: well and even if you found a way that your business was adaptable just so that in the summer it became something different because that's what it needed to be when everyone else disappears like right
0: yeah. well, or just or just something that like is constant you right. know, because like everybody likes burgers right you know so if you have burgers and then you just have some specials yeah. you know in the summer that's like two dollar burger night, even though they're gourmet burgers, they don't really cost you that much to make them. right so two dollar burger night. You know, or even, like, they're, they're not huge burgers, so, like, your first burger is four, your second burger is a buck. Yeah. You know, so just to get people in there, and then they're going to buy beer. But you also sell coffee there. You yeah. don't just sell beer. Right. You sell coffee also. And you have racks of comics that we buy from Rob at discount. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, that people can read while they're in there. You yeah. know, some of the shit, maybe, that don't sell great for him. Yeah. And just But the idea is you can go in there and read a free comic. You know we buy at cost from him and just like have some racks in there like yeah. hey read a shitty comic while you you drink beer or coffee yeah. like something they weren't going to buy from him anyway like we're not going to buy a fucking he's not going to sell us his astonishing x-men right you know but it's just like hey can you get us like say say you got a bunch of stuff that's been sitting on the wall for fucking like yeah. uh, three months and just isn't selling why don't you let us buy it take it off your hands We'll put it on our racks over here just as an incentive for people to come in. Like, we're not going to charge them anything for it. We'll buy it. We'll recoup your cost for you, which I think – I don't know there's a lot of incentive because I think you can just tear the covers off and send them back. Yeah. Because I don't think that that costs them anything. But I don't know enough about it to know. But to me, it's like, okay, so you have a decent restaurant with a real basic menu, but basic basic menu of shit that people love. Yeah. And then you have something else, the hook. You know, yeah, it's a bar and you can drink beer and it's somewhere that you make sure – that is always comfortable for people. And if you see any bullshit, you end it right now. Yep. And if you see, and, and you want it to be an environment where nerds can feel comfortable and just come in and they don't have to be worried about being broed out. Right. You know, and I'm not talking about it being like a no, uh, a no long zone or whatever fucking Planet Fitness does. Yeah. But if a guy starts being a bro, just walk and be like, hey, just so you know, everybody's equal here. Stop being that guy or you're going to be asked to leave. Yeah. And then. We surprise him because when he's like, uh, make me, we We fucking make him. him. Yep. Like (laughs) ask you, tell you, make you, (laughs) you know, and it's like, it's one of those things that like you make it an environment where he is welcome to stay as long as he's not acting like an asshole. Right. So you can get coffee there. You can get beer there. You get burgers and fries, nothing exciting. Maybe a cheesecake for dessert. Yeah. You know, nothing, nothing hard to do. Right. Reasonable prices still turn a profit. And then upstairs, podcast studios. You run them for twenty five bucks for an hour.
1: Hmm.
0: We have the equipment, right? We help them their very first time. Uh, consulting fee, hundred bucks. They have never done a, a podcast before. We don't teach them like the the magic to making your podcast popular, but we help you get set up on Podbean. We teach you how to upload. We teach you how to mix your sound, all that stuff, and that's your hundred bucks. That's all included in that. And then you're twenty five bucks if something breaks or something. We come up and help you with it. Otherwise, you just go up and use the equipment. If you want to bring six guys in to co-host for an hour, you can. I wouldn't recommend it <laughs>
1: yeah. um, because
0: you've only you're only paying for an hour, right? But you know, also if there's nobody, yeah, scheduled the second hour and you decide to go over, we'll tell you be like, hey, there's nobody booked the second hour. You guys want to record? Just keep going. You know, unless it's consistent and be like, all right, hey, we let you guys run.
2: You can't do two it every hours time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: so uh, you know throw us an extra second hour is 15 bucks yeah you know I, I the problem is how do you do a market study on something like that I don't know you know like would anyone I mean I think in a large city people will rent that because they don't want to pay for the fucking equipment they well, don't want to have to set up their own equipment
2: that's the problem there's a lot of jobs and services that can exist in big cities that just can't happen here like you couldn't yeah. make a decent living here if you wanted to be a dog walker Right. But in Chicago, in fucking Toronto, places I've been, like dude, there's so many dogs getting walked, you could absolutely oh, sure. just be a service provider like that and make a job of it. Well, just, or at least even like, a part-time job it of it. You can't
0: it's just so weird here. You know, I mean, we're at such an awkward size. And everybody wants to have a podcast. Nobody wants to have a good one. Yeah. Everybody wants to make money, but nobody wants to put the time in. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to have a, a technically sound. Like, right. I mean, our show sounds really good. But it's taken us ten years to know right. what to do.
2: It's like Kevin Hart said. I remember watching one of his specials and, like, backstage before getting ready. He's saying with his group, he's like, "Everybody wants to be famous. Don't nobody want to do the work. Yep. Everybody wants to be famous. Right. Don't nobody want to do it." And,
0: that, and that's what's weird for me. Like, we've been doing this for ten years. <laughs> yeah. Actually, we're doing this for eleven years. This November, man, I've I've been doing this for eleven years. This November, I fucking love it.
2: Speaking of things that make me feel old,
0: right?
1: God, right. Damn.
0: Like, I look back at the, like, there's that picture of all the four of us, the original four of us. I mean, uh, technically, Corey would be part of the original right, five, but, but there's the original four of us sitting in my basement Yeah, I know, I know. We look like babies, man. It's, it's weird. Like, we look so young, and, and it's such a piecemeal, like, hodgepodge of equipment and, like, handheld mics and bullshit, and it's yep. just like, now I look at the, like, I send people pictures of the setup. I sent Dave a picture after I rearranged the room, and he goes, I don't want to sound like an asshole, but if I didn't see the Bears jersey hanging up there and the hoverboard and some of the other like really expensive collectibles, I would think that that was certainly uh, an evidence picture after someone had been arrested for like hacking the NSA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Cause you got a lot of stuff, dude. I, I mean, of stuff
0: I, I've over the years and I take really good care of my shit. So like over the years I've, Yeah, really built what we needed to to have to make this work, right? You know, which one of the things is really frustrating is that we've got all the stuff we need, and we've refined the process to make it super fast. I mean, I edit a show in an afternoon; like it's not a huge deal as long as I'm left alone. We've refined the process so much. Back when it took me six hours to edit a show, we had a thousand listeners in a fucking week. I know, and now we got fourteen. You know, it's so weird. You know, so plus one challenge, motherfuckers. We are almost at 300 episodes. If you want us to continue past 300, we need your help. True story. I mean, I love doing it. I really, really do. And it's not so important to me therapy-wise, because I actually have therapy now. right? But I I love doing it, and I would want to continue doing it. But there has to be some value there, guys. So we need more people to be wanting to hear this show. And we have like four or five people that are very vocal. Like, I hear from them regularly. I appreciate the fuck out of those people, right? Um, I hear from Christy a lot. I hear from uh, Joe Gross. I hear from Joey. I hear uh, from uh, fucking Tanner. I hear from... uh, uh, Fuck, who else did I just hear from the other day? Uh, uh, Fuck, I know I'm forgetting somebody, but there's like four or five people that I hear from on a regular fucking basis. Yeah, There's got to be more of you out there. And I'm not saying I don't want to hear from those motherfuckers anymore, because if I could hear from them every day... It would it would fill my heart with like just love, like, yeah. it's so great. Um, but you know there's guys that I used to hear from weekly that I don't hear from anymore at all. yeah, you know, and it's like, fuck, are you, are you still listening? Like so two things, plus one challenge, and are you still listening? Email us, misinformationpodcast at gmail.com or on the Twitters at Info, at Info Podcast. like reach out, let us know you're still listening, man, like I, we want to know who's still out there. Uh, tracking our numbers and our stats doesn't really tell us anything. It yeah, doesn't it's really tell us Kind of not anything. a real read. And I don't give a shit about numbers. I, I care about people. Like I don't want I want to know that we're reaching people. I mean, there could be we could be downloading onto people's iPhones every day, and that doesn't mean anything to me if people aren't listening. Right. Like yeah, we still get the number if it downloads to your phone. We still get the number if it downloads downloads your subscription on Podbean, and we keep getting new subscribers on Podbean like every week. Hmm. I want to know who those people are. Yeah, you know i want I want to know, know who you are you, I want you to be part of a community here. I don't just want it, us to yell out and not hear anything back. I want to hear from you people because it, it I know it sounds sappy as fuck, but like like my family and my house we're all very close, you know, and my friends are my family i mean you're you and Adam are the closest things of fucking brothers that yeah. i that I have right so like that that's my family, but that's all I got. When we first started this show, it felt like I was growing this, this extended family. Like, I knew people in states all over the country. Like, I felt like if we go to a convention in fucking Colorado... We got some people to say hi yeah, to people gonna Yeah, people are going to show up. But, you know, we just went to fucking C2E2 and didn't hear a fucking peep from a motherfucker. Uh-huh. Which is weird. Like, did we make you mad? Did we hurt your feelings? Did we do something to make you cry? Did we not make you mad enough? Yeah. Like, uh, were we not regular enough? Do you not want to hang out with us anymore? Like, it used to be. we go to Chicago and, like, six or seven people would be like, let's meet up. Yep. And now, now granted, uh, Justin from Crystal Lake sh- 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 isn't on Facebook anymore.
2: That's right. So
0: he had, I, I fucking, I meant to text him. I have his fucking phone number. I meant to text him and I even, even said to you, Hey, I should text Justin. Yeah. And see I what forgot he's doing. All about it. Totally fucking forgot. So I feel like an asshole. Right. So, but, and, and, and that's, and that's partially my fault. Shit like that happens all the time. Like I have fucking, I'm pretty sure I've. I have fucking jeff chandler's number i bet i do i haven't seen him that motherfucker on facebook in a long time um yeah uh are, i don't know let me let me see i i now i'm just curious we went away and they forgot yeah which is which is human nature for i sure. mean it's not um it's not uh i'm pretty sure i do have his no i must not i thought i did so we must have just been talking on uh uh, Facebook because I thought we were texting back and forth at C2E2. Remember because we met him and yeah. his wife Tama at uh, C2E2 one year.
2: Yeah, it must have been like a messenger. Thing. Yeah, it must have. Nah. been.
0: So, but you know, like I haven't I haven't seen shit for him on Facebook in probably two years. Yeah, um, and last I knew, he had just built a house. You know, and, and 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 being involved in these people's lives is kind of cool too because you'd see people have babies, you'd see people get married, you'd see people build homes. Yeah, and and now our little community is just kind of fizzled away but yet we're almost to 300 episodes which is a huge milestone for us we want to share that with people
2: i but. mean what the fuck i thought we were all bros
0: oh motherfucker <laughs> am i getting too sappy no no you don't think so
2: no i get it i was just yeah. doing a little callback yeah <laughs> I feel. <laughs> which is I, another thing that they learn how to yeah. do
0: better <laughs> right, right exactly i i, I felt almost from you like this is where I really want you to say this is Misinformation Podcast, episode 297. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it hit me, and I was like, I'm not ready yet. <laughs> I can't let you go. I need to... Uh, I can't. I wish I knew how to quit, quit you. you. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, I, I want I want this to be... Like, I don't need this to be huge. I don't... I, like, I'm not... That, like, when we first started, I'm like, oh, someday I want to be, right. you know, worldwide. I just... I want this to be a community. I want to interact with. Now people.
2: I'm just afraid that if I end up worldwide, that means something different.
0: Yeah, as I, mean, I am
2: ever expanding. Yeah,
0: oh, yeah. I'm, I, I might. Pluto might look at me and be like, "You motherfucker!" Is this
2: <laughs> why I was declassified? Yeah,
0: they knew. <laughs> <laughs> they knew this was coming incredible gr- it's fucked up my wife has lost all of her baby weight yeah <laughs> i have not lost she a pound gave of it mine. to you That's bullshit uh so i don't know just man just, guys just reach out please and i know it sounds pathetic and it sounds like i'm begging but just send an email send a send a uh fucking tweet just let us know you're out there otherwise why are we doing this
2: yeah no for real
0: you know uh, if nobody's listening uh we could we could find other stuff to do i guess i don't want to I, right. I enjoy this i mean we're we we have made an effort now we're like all right weekly we're doing the shit weekly again and this week we both fucking forgot yeah on, on tuesday we had scheduled to record on tuesday we both forgot because we've been so terrible at or no was it tuesday or wednesday wednesday we're gonna
2: thursday 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 was gonna be thursday our tuesday was, yeah, this week
0: right it was gonna be our tuesday this week and then we like i personally didn't know that the day was thursday like I thought it was. I thought like the whole day I was living like it was Wednesday. Yeah. And then uh, fucking what is it, like six thirty? I sent yeah. you a message like, oh shit.
2: I know. And then I was kind of like, oh, I guess we both forgot, right? Because I was out eat. I was eating and yep. had some stuff to do. And I was like, fuck. By the time I'm done, it'll be too late.
0: Yeah. And it was you know it was, it was one of those deals where I just fucking spaced, yeah. man. Like it, it, I, I, I should have known. But right. I was so life happens. Yeah. Yeah. And and but we used to always. Make time, and then I started to feel guilty when I when I when I had the girls, you know, because the boys were self sufficient and older. They, you know, we could work around that. I had the girls, I was like, oh fuck, I feel guilty that I'm cutting time away from them. What two hours a fucking week? And now
2: you're like, please, can I have some time? Well, it's not
0: fuck, it's it's not even that, but it's like (laughs) two hours a week. I'm not being selfish. Yeah. You know, like, some guys go fishing and hunting. You know, I, I know buddies of mine, like, and I'm not disparaging fishing and hunting, but I'm just saying, buddies of mine spend 20 hours a week doing that shit. And if it's hunting season, their wives never see them. Yeah. They're out in a fucking a deer stand somewhere. Like, for me to take two hours a week to record, and then on Monday and Tuesday, my day's off, uh, the girls come down here and watch fucking Mother Goose Club and Smurfs and shit while I'm sitting here rec- uh, editing, Yeah, it's not a big deal. It's, it's just really not. I'm not, it's not taking anything away from my life. It'd be lo- even life. easier
2: if you'd let her watch those goddamn YouTube videos.
0: Well, yeah, it would, except for the little one now is getting tough. And she will fight her. Wow. If she's not, like, she'll walk right up here and fucking give her the fucking old right hand if she's not watching something she wants to watch. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's good, dude. Two years from now. It's gonna, it's gonna be like Tasmanian Devil in this fucker. Yeah, all I'm gonna see is a cloud of dust, and occasionally an arm will reach out and grab a skillet. Another <laughs> arm will reach out and pull out a fucking uh, a curtain rod. Jeez. It's, it's gonna be bad. Those two are gonna fucking murder each other. Yikes. It's gonna be so brutal. Uh, funny to watch, but so brutal because the one's all arms and legs, and the other one is just low center of gravity. There's gonna be a lot of bodies flying. <laughs> It's gonna be it's gonna be leverage versus density. It's gonna be fucking horrible. Uh, Yeah. So so that was partially my fault because I was like I can't you know give up this time you know that I should be spending with them. Right. But part of the reason that I became so unhappy and then started to go decided hey I should go to therapy is I I wasn't doing a good job of going. You know what I need Jenny and I both need time to do stuff. I mean hobby time time to spend together. Like, just because I'm doing something doesn't mean that something else is suffering. Right. I should should still be able to spend time with my friends. And I put that on me. Nobody else did. Jenny wasn't like, you spend too much time with your friends. Right. I put that on me. I was like, okay, now that we have four kids instead of two, I need to spend time focusing on that shit. That's not normal.
2: Well, and it's not, I, I, I imagine this suffers for it. The, like, the family setting suffers for it when you don't take care of you a little bit. Oh, a lot. So it suffers that's, for that's that's I mean. a lot. So it's like. not selfish. It's selfish to not do it.
0: Right. Well, even, you know, okay, so I I have I go to therapy every other week, right? And even this week, I was a little stressed out from some shit that had happened this weekend at work. Um, But this makes me feel better yeah. because, I mean, I don't get to see you very much at all. Right. So just for us to get a chance to sit down and talk... Yeah. And then to think about, oh, fuck, we're, pre- we're approaching episode 300. Let's reach out to the fucking people who listen. And now I'm excited, and I hope my heart don't get broke, because I'm oh. excited. I'm like, oh, I we'll start- maybe start getting some emails, you know, at misinformationpodcast uh, at com or at misinfopodcast on Twitter. You know, like, to get that.
2: You're going to get emails. I got a plan. Uh-oh, what are you going to do? I mean, if bros taught me anything, it said I can oh, make up God a bunch of accounts enough. and just... <laughs>
0: Oh, your heart's in the right place, but uh you're a douchebag. This has been episode 297 of Misinformation Podcast. With you as always, I'm Zach. I'm Eric. Love you. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: you, hostile, you. You drive make crazy. You, hostile, you. Yeah, you can spoil my day, t- please don't ruin my night. You can spoil my day. T- you can spoil my day, please, do ruin my night Now you, hostile you Hostile you, yeah Hostile you Hostile you, yeah I told you once before, you're bothering me
0: You guys are acting like fucking assholes.
2: You've just heard the misinformation theme
1: song, Hostile You, by the Matt Lees Band. Thanks for listening.